What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite, 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 three favorites, self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and the thrivers of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about well, the, the question a lot of people ask me. Is a relationship with a narcissist or a toxic person, narcissistic person, whatever, whoever you're dealing with, is a relationship with a narcissist hopeless? Is it hopeless? Oh, goodness gracious. I get this question so much on all my platforms because people see my own personal life and they apply their situation to my life. They think that they are dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person, so they automatically see my stuff and just think, first thoughts is, there's hope. You know, there's hope for my relationship. Maybe they can change. Maybe they can get better. Maybe they can, we can live a life like Lee Hammock possibly does and with his wife and his kids and things like that. Maybe there is hope for me, please, you know. And they ask me that question. I get it in my comment section a lot on all my platforms. I know y'all y'all watch me on YouTube or you hear my podcast or whatever. I'm, you know, my biggest platform is TikTok, where I have 1.6 million people that follow me. You know, I'm also, I'm also on Instagram and um, yeah, Facebook as well. You know, so it's not just YouTube and the podcast. I have other platforms as well, y'all. Um, <laughs> but one of the qu- most common questions is: Is a relationship hopeless? Is there hope for my relationship? People, y'all be so in love, you don't want to let go. I, you know, so I understand it. I get it. Well, Lee, you can't understand love. You're a narcissistic, evil bastard. You can't understand love. I know. I get it. So I, 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 I really, really do get it, y'all. It's hard to let a relationship dynamic go. It's hard to, you know, leave a person that you've been with for years upon years upon years. I get that dynamic. So when you're dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person, whoever you're dealing with, you have, I feel like a lot of people, is it hopeless? It, to me, most of the times it is hopeless for, depending on that person to change. This, this is my own personal perspective. You can find answers on other people's channels. You can go Dr. Romney. You can go to Les, uh, uh, Les Carter. You can go to anybody else's channels and they're going to give you their own perspective. Mine says it's going to be hopeless most of the times. And I am a diagnosed self-aware narcissist who's in a relationship. You know, but people see my relationship, you automatically think you apply that standard of my relationship or who I am to yours. I've been in psychotherapy for five years, y'all, and I am willingly going to go to therapy for the rest of my life. That is a choice of mine. It's not a requirement of my wife's. My wife doesn't put, re- she can't. I think so many people see my relationship with my wife and you think she has some type of power or control over me. She doesn't. And it, it is no reflection on her what I do. Just like it is in your relationship dynamic. It's not a reflection on you, on what they do. It's just, it's just not whether they decide to go, go go to therapy, whether they decide to just say, F you, I'm not going to therapy, deal with it. Whatever they decide is not directly a reflection on you and how much they love or care about you. It's not a reflection on your worth or your value. You see what I'm saying? They're going to make you feel like it. They're going to make you feel like it's, their, it's your fault, how they treat you and how they behave and things like that. But it's not a direct reflection on your worth or your value. That's what I'm communicating to you. I go to therapy for myself. My wife could walk into this office right now and just say, hey, I'm leaving you. I would be upset. It would get on my nerves. It would, it, it would op- openly and honestly get on my nerves. But would I go to therapy in a couple weeks? Yes. The last time she left me in 2020, uh, March of April 2020, when else she left? I can't think of the date, y'all. Um, I kept going to therapy. I did. It wasn't to just get her back. You know, was it a goal of mine to get back with her? Yes, but I was going to go regardless. 
It's not a reflection on you. Is it hopeless? Are they willing to put in the work to have to live a healthy relationship, have a healthy relationship with you? Are they willing to put in the work for themselves? It's not, it's not even to have a healthy relationship with you. It's to go battle their own personal, deal with their own personal trauma and be vulnerable and open and honest and sit in the shame of what they've possibly done, hold themselves accountable and things like that. Are they willing to do that, y'all? If not, then it's probably hopeless expecting this person to change. Another key, and another key element in this right in this dynamic, is I ask people, what have they done so far to show you that they have the ability to alter their behaviors or follow through with their plan? You know, what else have they done? What else have they proven to be able to do over an extended period of time to show you that it's possible for them to change who they are at their core? What have they done? Seriously, honestly. I ask this question a lot to a lot of people. What have they done to show you that they've actually changed themselves at their core to, to be a better person for you or not just not necessarily just for you, for anybody? What have they done? You mean, what have they done? Are they consistently cheating on you or hurting you or putting you down? If that's the only consistency that you have in your relationship, then yeah, y'all probably it is probably hopeless for your relationship dynamic. And this is not me trying to tell people to leave their partners or whatever. This is me trying to be realistic and show you open your eyes to see, show you that it might not be possible for your person to be like Lee Hammock or Ben Taylor or someone of, the, of, the, of that ilk or um, what's my man's name? Uh, the nameless narcissist, somebody like that. You might not be of that ilk. You might not be, they might not be able to get to that point, y'all. Self-awareness is not easy. Self-awareness is tough as hell. You have to battle your demons on a daily basis. The demons don't go away, y'all. It's a war. It's a war. It's not just one singular battle of your inner demons and your narcissistic side or your trauma and stuff like that. It is a war. It is an ongoing war that I will be fighting for the rest of my life internally. It just is. Is your person willing to fight that war for themselves, not for you? Take it off of you, y'all. Take that pressure off of yourself. Take it off of yourself. So many people apply this pressure to themselves like it's your fault that that person won't go get help. Did they go get help before you were with them? Because they didn't just start doing this before when you were with them. This behavior has been, this behavior has been prevalent their entire lives. They didn't, they didn't just get this, this behavior just, just didn't start right now. Why your relationship, your relationship started get off the ground. This is not a new behavior. These behaviors have been exhibited their entire life in different ways towards different people. It's just your turn right now. You see what I'm saying? So it's not your fault. Stop putting it, stop putting it onto y'all. Y'all pack this. You have your own stuff to deal with. So you pack the stuff that they're putting you through. You pack it on top of it. So many people have to get to this point where you feel okay being, uh, you feel okay just understanding like, well, it's not my fault. They didn't go to therapy. They didn't go get help. That's not my fault. It's not on me. Sometimes you have to release them, y'all. My wife left. What did your wife do, Lee? What she what did she she made you go to therapy? She held you. No, my wife. She held me accountable by packing her stuff up and dipping out, y'all. So many people think that she did something magical. She threatened to take me to court or something like that. My wife is a stay at home mom. You know what I mean? She 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 is. She's a stay-at-home mom. We, we, all our finances are commingled, though. She has access to every single thing that I have access to, and she does that. Like we, we, there's a level of trust in our relationship dynamic. Now, she don't have to access spend no money. Like she, we, 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 we work together. We communicate better. Can you communicate with this person in your life without being put down and told to shut the hell up or something like that, or told to mind your business, or told that you don't understand what's going on? You mean, do your feelings matter to this person? Are you, are they willing to validate your feelings now? Listen to yourself, y'all. Y'all tell me if you if you if you, you look at my page and getting hope that your person can change, don't do that. They have to have hope for themselves. 
So most times the relationship dynamics are hopeless if you think you're going to have a healthy relationship with a person who doesn't listen to you, but a person who doesn't validate your experiences or your or celebrate your accomplishments or things like that. You are hoping against hope. That's when you come into the world. That's when you, you get into this level of like cognitive dissonance where you try to tell yourself all these things can be true at the same time. No. He can treat me horribly, but also love me at the same time. Can they? Can they? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not laughing at y'all. I'm just trying to trying to open your perspective up to just show you it's not your fault whether or not this person decides to go get help or not. It is not on you, y'all. I'm telling you, the, the burden is not on my wife. The burden is on me. You mean, I hold myself accountable. And plus, I, I hold myself accountable in front of millions of damn people almost every single day, y'all, because I post stuff on social media. My life is public. I hold myself accountable by putting it out there in the public air. You see what I'm saying? Is your, I'm not telling you to tell your person to start a TikTok or a YouTube channel about their narcissism or their toxic behaviors. I am not telling you to do that. I'm just telling you to look at, to look at this stuff, write this stuff down, and ask yourself: Is it real? Did this per, has, what have this person showed me? Did they have the ability to follow through with anything when it's concerning me? When it's concerning themselves overall? Because me in my own personal relationship, every time I told my wife I was going to do something, I set a big, huge, kind of outrageous goal. I would hit that goal. My wife knows when I put my mind to something, I focus on it. I get it done. I told her straight to her face. I'm like, I'm going to focus on being a better person. I'm going to go to therapy for the rest of my life. I'm, this is this is my this is my goal for myself, not for you, for myself. And I told her, and I've been following through with it. Why wouldn't she? Like I say, I you know, narcissists lie, but I follow. I've been following through for such a long time on my on my life and what I've been doing and what I've been saying. That yeah, she believes it because I've shown her proof that it's possible for me. What has your person in your life shown you that it's possible for them to go to therapy, work on themselves, or do, do anything? Read a book. Read a personal development book. Go to a seminar. Read, yo, watch a YouTube video about being a better human being and applying what they learn. Not just listening to it and not just applying it for a short period of time, y'all. That's why I was just saying, some people can make drastic changes for a certain, for a short period of time, like a little burst, but sooner or later, it wears off. It's like cologne. When you put, when you spray some cologne or some perfume on, it's strongest when you first spray it on. It goes away after a while, doesn't it? It's like a narcissistic person or toxic person trying to change their behaviors. It's strongest at first, but sooner or later, it goes away. It rubs off. It just goes off into the <laughs> into the dynamic. You know what I mean? But again, I'll say this again: it's not a reflection on you. Whether the person, the narcissistic person in your life, goes and gets help, it's not a reflection on you. So, is it hopeless? It really, to, to me, most times it is hopeless. But overall, it depends on what that person is willing to do, and are you willing? How much time are you willing to dedicate to give this person to change their behaviors? How much time? How much time? Now that you know, I understand if you didn't know, but now that you know, now that you've been awakened to toxic relationships, narcissistic personality disorder, uh, to toxic traits, and things like that. How much time are you willing to dedicate to this person? We, you have a finite amount of time on this earth. How much time are you willing to dedicate to this person when they're not showing you any type of changes or any kind of behavior alterations? Again, I don't know how much time you got to waste. That's on you. <laughs> release, I release you. <laughs> Meanwhile, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. I truly appreciate y'all. Have a happy, happy new year. Hope y'all Christmas went well. Uh, happy holidays and whatnot as well. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.